1: All about The Archers, an unofficial fan podcast. We chat about what's happened so far this week with spoilers and predictions that will no doubt prove to be highly inaccurate. Do join us as we celebrate the joy and madness of Anbridge. We're all about The Archers. I'm Philippa. And I'm Lauren. Now, this episode has spoilers up to and including Tuesday night's episode of The Archers. That's the 3rd of October. This week we cover... What do
0: we cover, Lauren? We've got Jazza, the latest victim of the Lark Rise to Candleford pandemic of reading. We've got Redemption. We've got Rob being back.
1: Ugh... We've got Alan trying to deal with Rob, poor Alan. We've got all this nonsense that we'll talk about, Eddies scary stories. We just need to get
0: started. There's a lot to cover. There's a lot to get through. There's a lot to get through.
1: (laughs) But before we do anything else, Lauren, welcome to talking about The Archers. Now, we need to just talk about your pedigree because you and I have been chums for a few years now. But when
0: did you start listening to The Archers? I, I think it was about seven years ago. Now, I remember... Listening to it on the way back from Liverpool, actually, me and David were like, stick it on the car, let's give it a go. And the Rob and Helen storyline had just come to an end, ready to be reopened. We're about to get into that. And I think they were trying to fill the episodes with a bit of gentle fluff for people. Mm. And I literally endured about three months of, with the women cricket team be given changing rooms? <laughs> So let's start with the first thing. What do you think of the week so far? I'm not happy about Rob being back. I mean, I knew we hadn't seen the last of him, Philippa. I knew it. But I feel like he came back and he was sort of playing what's worse top trumps. Like, Alan was sort of like, why aren't you here? And alluded to there being a restraining order against him. And he simply answered, Mm -hmm. I've got a brain tumour. That, yeah. As if that was all the explanation he needed. That's why he's not fending acid. It all. Yeah, I feel like Alan's been doing a very sort of unconvincing impression of someone who's just ticking by quite comfortably. When really, what's bubbling under the surface is that. He's considering baptising Rob Titchener and this all sort of culminates in the last scene where he's just swigging beer from a can and not even using a glass as Usha loses her mind and says, at least put it in a glass, Alan. And redemption features quite heavily, doesn't it?
1: I mean, why hasn't Alan contacted the safeguarding team in the diocese? I just... I don't understand. It's
0: like he's a one man band trying to save the world. He's literally just relying on gossip. He was saying to Usha, Oh, and have you heard from yeah. Helen? Do you know what's <laughs> going on there? I was like, this should be being looked into, Alan.
1: And lying to his wife about why he was asking. That's not our Alan. That's not what we expect from it's him. Not but- cool. What were your faves? What were your flops of the week so far?
0: I've got a a sort of a a little tiny fave that just happens at the top of Sunday's episode. And it's just Emma mentioning the fact that Mia's looking at universities because she wants to study environmental science. And I just think, oh, Mia. She's just my ultimate babe. I just love her so much. So I loved that. But also I loved Jazza, Tracy and Brad just being this lovely sort of supportive, proud, a wholesome and pure family unit I just love the way that Jazz has just slotted into that family just amazingly I would say I'd love to live with them but it's all it's a bit rampacked around there isn't it uh, and the flops I'm, I'm feeling a bit disheartened about this whole ghost story premise I feel haven't we had this storyline already hasn't this been done to death already I think we've had enough of this and the fact that
1: yeah. Emma said Eddie swears blind that this is true. You just think that no, it's not.
0: Would, would you really be entertaining it? That Emma knows Eddie. You're just thinking this. This isn't. This isn't content. This isn't. This isn't what I'm here for to listen to it. And this, this giant rubbish. hand they mentioned tonight. And <laughs> another flop of mine has been Rob being back. I mean, obviously, no one wants to see mm. him back. I knew, like we said, we knew he was back at some point. But yeah, when Alan goes around to talk to him at his house. I think I got a real insight to what he's like because, like I said, I started listening after the Rob and Helen storyline had sort of drawn to a close and then I've only heard about him sort of secondhand. So hearing him being so selective with the truth to Alan about how Helen's been really supportive and all of this and I just thought, ah, yeah, really sort of manipulative and not very nice. i got to say, although, like I said, big flop in being back, I also feel like maybe Alan might be onto something about whether or not this is actually real. He actually says like to Rob, is this real? And I I feel the same. Is it real? Up until this week, I had thought it
1: was. But it's this sudden deterioration. You know, one minute Rob's driving around outside the swimming pool looking for Jack and Henry and meeting Henry in the fair. Yeah. And now he's got a stick and he's falling down and being sick all the time. I mean, I could be wrong, but that seems yeah. a rapid deterioration. And then when he said to Alan, Oh, I haven't got any hospital letters here, but I can I can get them. I thought you've moved yeah. here.
0: You'd need them. I was trying to recall in my mind about what that the sort of timeline with what had happened with Rob's seizures. And then I was remembering that Helen, yes, did go to the hospital with him. So I remember thinking then it's all above board. But then Helen had got the phone call about the seriousness. But I mean, that could be, you could pay an actor to do that, couldn't you? Um, Yes.
1: It seemed so strange at the time, this consultant calling her and Helen not wanting to speak about it, and the consultant persisting. Yeah, and
0: him saying, oh, I need to tell someone, I need to tell... She's his ex-wife. So Mm. much stuff could have happened, and for her to just treat her as the next of kin and just pass on all this sort of medical information, something ain't quite right there. So that's another Mm. flop of mine. What about yours, faves and flops? Okay, faves, I
1: loved the coughing in the church. Every time there is a church service you hear someone or a number of people coughing and it's like the BBC have a CD of coughing and they have to sort of blow the cobwebs and the dust off it and say, oh, we can use it now. I just, I love that. As if we're sitting there thinking, are they in the church? Aren't they in the church? Oh, there's coughing. Yes, they're in the church. (laughs) I also loved Usha trying to find Alan. She was looking round the church. She was shouting his name. It's not that big a church. It's not that big a churchyard graveyard. (laughs) Was Alan sort of crouched behind a gravestone with Rob whispering so she couldn't find him? I wanted her to find him and say, Oi, you, yeah. you know, do one. But, of course, that wouldn't have been <laughs> yeah. the story. But it, that just made me no, laugh, the idea just... of Alan crouching in hiding. Yes. Yeah. I'll count to three. <laughs> yeah, so yes. I, I, I quite like that. And Ardell Stressed. I like that because I'm intrigued. There's obviously a story brewing I think he's worried about the budget. He's overspent. He hasn't got any publicity team. So Linda won't get a phone number for anything unless it's our deal with a different voice. I mean, has he spent the whole budget staying at Linda's? He's been there for, I don't know, about 16
0: months, 18 months now. (laughs) That must be a huge amount of money he's spent there. I hadn't considered the the issues that Ardeal was having to be financial. That hadn't crossed my mind. I know Quentin mentioned a couple of weeks ago about maybe this doctor could be Ardeal's sister and I felt like maybe it was leaning towards family trouble and when he's on the phone he's very sort of panicked and also speaking in the language that he would speak to his family in. So I've, I just always assumed it was sort of like family related and more sort of like annoying family related. It didn't feel, it didn't feel serious to me. He just feels like, he feels annoyed.
1: Yes. I don't know what's going on there. I, I he can't just be stressed because his sister is a doctor and has moved into the area and maybe hasn't know, been in touch I with know. her for that a while. That doesn't
0: make, that doesn't link up. No, he's not
1: sleeping. There's something going on. I have the family invested money into Grey Gables? Is that mm, the pressure? Cooper. I don't know. It's strange. i am just said he's
0: run ragged.
1: Yes, working all hours. <laughs> and she's and,
0: gonna, she's cancelling her on the
1: day. But Oliver's keeping all the emails about the change in window designs. Again, there's there's something going on there. My flops. Yeah, Ed is scary stories. I'm over that. Yeah. I, <sighs> no, thank you. Rob's laugh. He has this very strange laugh when he says something that is untrue or manipulative. He builds this sort of <laughs> laugh in, and I don't like
0: it. You know what that laugh is, don't you? What? It's a hollow laugh.
1: It's a laugh without laughter. Uh, if there is such a thing. It's yeah, horrible. It's horrible. And it's the stick noise. It's almost like a horror film. We're <laughs> going to hear Jack going, Mummy, Mummy, where are you? And then we're just going to hear this stick noise moving along. Mm. Oh, run
0: away, Jack. Run away, Henry. I don't know. But was it what you were expecting this week? I knew Rob was coming back at some point. Like, I knew that wasn't the last we'd heard of him, but I wasn't expecting him to come back and want him to be baptised. I mean, who was expecting that? Were you? He doesn't. He's never struck me as a man of God, doesn't seem a very godly man. I also, I didn't expect Ardil to be so flustered. Like we said, Linda said he'd run Ragged. ragged. He's been doing 16-hour days. Like, I have, I don't feel like we've seen that side of him. He's always seemed very in control. And I was a bit surprised at how stressed he was and also... <laughs> I thought in stark comparison to him being that stressed, Oliver, absolutely cool as a cucumber, unflappable.
1: When he was driving Emma tonight, you could yeah. hear the sounds of the car, the gears change and everything, but he just kept talking. I mean, when I drive and I'm yeah. doing something, I might pause a moment. Oh no, totally relax. Maybe he's got a chauffeur.
0: He seems the type. It's, it's the time?
1: Yeah, I don't know. This Rob and quoting a psalm, you know, Alan saying, what is your favourite part of the Bible if you'd been reading it? And Rob just came out with an obvious one, blaming the fact on Helen not wanting to be in contact with him as much on Pat and tone. I was like, no, I'm not having that. No, no,
0: not cool. I don't know.
1: But we need to talk food before we go any further. We've got food. Now I've heard some. Mentions... I love that you love
0: the food as much <laughs> as I love the food. I love it, and I've made I've a little been... list as well. So any you don't get, I've got. I've, co- I've caught them between okay, us. We've got it covered. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Okay, help me out. So I've got. Ardil had a croissant today. He'd had it for breakfast on Sunday nice. night. We'd heard about Cecil bringing tins of fruit and bags of rice to the harvest uh, festival. emma had brought round an apple cake. Love an apple cake. So that sounded oh God, very me nice. Me too. Me too delish. Alan had chocolate sprinkles on his cappuccino. Yep. And Rob, this is the mark of the man, no biscuits. He had no biscuits <gasps> in the house. And I think if Rob did have a biscuit, what biscuits would baddy Rob have? I think, I'm going to offend Pete, some people, I think Garibaldi or a plain hot. I actually
0: really like a Garibaldi. No! Dead <laughs> flies in it, Lauren. No. No, and my dad even calls them dead fly biscuits. Yeah, I really like them. What biscuit would Rob have? A broken up rich tea, do you think? Yeah, just bits and bobs, just not even a whole biscuit. Yeah, yeah. and they're all soft. Oh, yeah, uh, He's yes. not maintaining that biscuit jar, is he? Yes. His not. biscuit
1: tin philosophy is deeply flawed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Flawed, flawed.
0: He One bi- more item of food you've missed off. What have I missed? There was a Murti Matapunt Malai, a curry at the end, at the end yes. of tonight's episode.
1: Yeah. Oh, it made yeah. me hungry.
0: Alan comes in, sniffs the air and says, I know exactly what <laughs> curry that
1: is. It's
0: this <laughs> curry. He's um, getting to the point where he's believing what
1: Rob said. He's lying to his yeah. wife, but he can sniff the type of curry as wife's cooking. He's on it.
0: As he walks up the pathway, he knows exactly what is being cooked. But it did make me think, oh, I could I could have a curry.
1: Mm, but I yeah. think that's
0: it. I think between the two of us we've covered the food there. If there are, if we've missed any,
1: let us know. Let us know. We hope we haven't. But now we come to a very important part predictions hit me with them lauren yeah. what are your predictions
0: i've absolutely no idea where this rob plot's going like i've absolutely I, that man i just i can't predict it i suspect that this sort of ghost story situation is gonna be it we're gonna we've got it until halloween i think is what's gonna happen there was mentions tonight of strange creatures witches supernatural afterlife shapeshifter the big massive hand that you mentioned earlier like <laughs> I feel like this is all leading up to some sort of spectacular Halloween situation, I think. And yeah, I predict that maybe Ardeal's issues are to do with his sister or his family, but I don't know what. So what I'm saying is I've got nothing really. But you <laughs> got one right last week. Can you continue the streak? <laughs>
1: Definitely not. Are they now going to do Macbeth as a dramatisation? That's a worry of mine. I hope oh, not.
0: God. They started talking about the books. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me. Tell me what books you're... When yeah. Oliver asked Emma, uh, and then she said Macbeth. I literally, my body went, oh, just not interested in Macbeth. So I really hope not. I'm going to see Macbeth in a couple of weeks, actually. So we'll all oh, recall no. back. <laughs> in- Enjoy it. (laughs) Thank
1: you. Okay, my predictions. The preparations to reopen Grey Gables are going to be a disaster. That the ghost stories venture for Eddie is going to be a disaster. And that Alan overthinking Rob's situation is going to be a disaster. And also, I think Cecil is going to find out that Alan said he wouldn't baptise Rob. There'll be a complaint to the bishop or something. And he's going to demand his tins of fruit be returned what a price to pay eh what a price to pay <laughs> I mean that could all happen that could all happen it could and it could not I think quite possibly not but but that's it from us it's been quite a three episodes already I dread to think what's going to happen in the next three but I know. It's great to have a chat about it now we'll be back we've got a bookish bonus on Saturday where we talk all about the book that cannot be named and next I'm so week... looking forward to it <laughs> yeah we have things to say about that book. Anyway, should be fun. And next week, we'll be back. There'll be all four of us next week talking Party. about three episodes. Yes. Party of all about the archers. And then the week after that, it will just be Quentin, myself, and we'll restart and on and on we go forever more. But that's it. And you can find us on YouTube. This episode will be on YouTube. Hello Instagram. To on YouTube. Yes. We're waving at the screen like mad people. <laughs> we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you name it. We're there. And that's it. It's bye-bye from me. Goodbye from me. Bye-bye, everyone. See you soon.